Those of you that have your Bibles, come on, join me if you will. If not, join us if you can, if you're able to stand on your feet. And the scripture for the day, the Acts of the Apostles, the ninth chapter, verses 3 through 17. And it reads as follows from the New King James Version. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, arise and go to, into the city and you will be told what you must do. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And he was three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there were a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. <laughs> and in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him so that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem, and there he was, and there he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles, the kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered the house. And laying his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you came, has sent me that you might receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. May the Lord bless his holy word. Amen. I want to talk briefly on the thought, amen, adjusted eyesight. Adjusted eyesight. This is going to be a little different than what you normally hear about this text, amen. Uh, I think the Lord has opened uh, my spiritual mind to something in this text. We normally here, preachers in this text talk about how, how Saul was blind. But that's not, in my opinion, how it went down. If you listen carefully to how this text is written, as uh, Saul was journeying to Damascus now, his responsibility was to take anybody that spoke the name of Jesus, amen, bind them, arrest them, and send them to jail. And if they didn't act right, amen, amen, even at that, he could kill them. 
You see, the name of Jesus was forbidden because it was against, hello, it was against the rule of the church of the day, if you will. Amen. Amen. It was against the Jews. The Jews did not want to hear about this fellow Jesus. We, we've already put him to death. Amen. He's died. And, and some's walking around talking about he has resurrected. We don't want to hear none of that. So whoever you see or whoever you hear speaking the name of Jesus, Saul, you can go ahead and wipe them out. You can go ahead and arrest them and put them in jail. Amen. And as Saul was on his way to Damascus, amen, the Lord spoke to him. And, and, and when the Lord spoke to him, he, he said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Amen. There are some things here that I think I'd like to show us. Amen. And he said to him, who are you, Lord? Now, the first thing you need to understand is he acknowledged that there was a spirit speaking to him. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, he, he acknowledged that this was a spirit, amen. So he says, who are you, Lord? Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting, the one you are dealing with, the one you're having a tough time with. And he said, I need you to understand, it's hard to kick against the goads. In other words, you know, the, the, the goads were those, those pricks on a, on a branch, amen. You've seen them uh, uh, when you, you know, have you ever been stuck by them long things, you know? Amen. They hurt. They don't hurt. They hurt. Yeah, yeah. And, and they'll make you bleed. He said, it's hard to kick against the goads, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? He said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Amen. And so he starts to tremble, the Bible says. So trembling and astonished. Amen. The Lord, he heard the Lord and the Lord responded to him. And now he's speaking to the Lord. Lord, what do you want me to do? Amen. And, and the Lord says, I need you to get up. Amen. So getting up means that he had been knocked down. He said, get up and, and, and arise and go into the city. And there you will be told what it is that you must do. Amen. Now, here's the part I want us to focus on. Listen carefully to how it was written. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no one. Ah, uh, can you see that right there? Hearing a voice, but seeing no one. And then it goes on to say, and then Saul arose from the ground when he opened his eyes. Now, can, can you see this? Now, he's opening his eyes. And when you open your eyes, you typically see. This text says that Saul opened his eyes but he could not see anyone and not only that the bible says but they led him by the hand and brought him into damascus amen and he was there three days without sight it does not say he was blind it says he had no sight you see, when you're dealing with the Lord, when you're, being, when you're being saved, when you're being adjusted, when you find the Lord now is a part of your life, amen, he sometimes has to adjust our eyesight, amen, because our eyes have been focused on the wrong types of things in the world. Our eyes are focused on ourselves, but every now and then God has to adjust 
our eyesight so that we can focus on the right kinds of things. We can focus on how good God has been to us. We can focus on the reality that if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, amen, we would have been lost and left out. We didn't have to have a refocusing event. The Bible tells us, amen, that, 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 that now that he was blinded in his sight, amen, even though he was not totally blind, he was blinded in sight, he could not see. He was having an eye adjustment. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, there was a certain disciple in Damascus named Ananias. Now, now, Ananias was a disciple of the Lord, amen, already teaching and preaching about the wonderful work of Jesus, amen. And so God had a relationship with Ananias, and he could speak to Ananias. And so the Bible tells us that the Lord spoke to Ananias, and he said, Ananias, look at here. I'm going to send Saul your way. Wait a minute. Time out. Hold up. The word is already out, Okay. It's been on Facebook, YouTube, it's been on, you know, amen. It's been on TikTok, it's been on Instagram, amen. It's been on Snapchat, everywhere it is, amen. We already know about Saul. He comes and kills everybody. He, he arrests everybody that speaks the name of Jesus. Why are you sending him to me? The Lord then responds to Ananias, I need you to know something. He's having a sight adjustment, if you will. I, I'm, I'm adjusting his sight. I'm not adjusting his direction. I'm adjusting his sight. I need him to see what he can't see. I, I, hello, somebody. Y'all missed that one. I'm going to say it one more time. You might catch it. I need him to see what he can't see. And, and so Ananias said, well, you know, he, he got a bad rep. Lord said, but I need you to know something. He's praying right now. Uh, 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 Saul is praying right now. He, he's praying. He's praying. He's learned how to, how, who, who, who to pray to. He's learned my situation. He's learned. I, I, I've expressed to him the realities of life now. And, and I need you to take him and I need you to teach him something. Yeah. So the Bible says that, 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 that they led Saul to Ananias and, and Ananias took him in but, but, but Saul did not couldn't see he had no eyesight and because he had no eyesight there was something else God took from him it took from his ability to eat so Saul couldn't see and he couldn't eat you see sometimes God has to change our whole situation in order to get us where he wants us to be. So the Bible says that Saul did not eat, amen, and could not and had no sight. And then Ananias began the process of going to him. And when Ananias finally got to Saul, Ananias explained to Saul why he was there. He said, let me tell you why I'm here. The Lord spoke to me. And told me to come and lay hands on you. And my laying hands on you, something is going to happen to you. Now I like the old versions because the old versions of this text are really where this, 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 this message emanates, if you will. The Bible said when, when, when Ananias laid hands on Saul, something like scales fell off his eyes. And I need you to understand, I could have called it Christian cataracts. 
But the reality of it is, is that he's not necessarily blind, but he just couldn't see. <laughs> because the Lord put something over his eyes that he might get a brand new perspective on life. I need somebody here to understand every now and then God will take your sight away. He won't blind you, but he'll change your eyesight. He'll make you see how you have to love those who talk about you. He'll make you see how you have to pray for those who misuse you. He'll make you see how you have to feed hungry folk that you don't even know. I wish I had a witness right there. My brothers and sisters, God is still in the blessing business. So much so that he will change your eyesight. He will adjust it to a point to see what God wants you to see. Sometimes we look too much at the outer surfaces. We look too much at who's doing what rather than what God is doing for self. I wish I had a witness today. There's somebody here that understands I don't need to look at what they're doing for anybody. Clarice, you're blessed by the Lord, but I'm thankful what the Lord has done for me. I don't need to look at what the Lord is doing for you. There's somebody out there that's so busy in somebody else's Kool-Aid and you don't even know the flavor. You don't even understand that it's God who's blinding you, who God who is putting scales on your eyes, trying to get you to see the right things, adjusting your eyesight so that you can acknowledge uh, if it had not been oh, for the Lord on my side adjusting your eyesight so that you understand I look to the hills from whence cometh my help my help comes from the Lord there's ought to be somebody here who acknowledges I've had an eyesight adjustment say yeah yeah look at the text oh the text is powerful the text says my brothers and sisters that God had to adjust the eyesight of Saul. Then what happened? After he received his sight, after the scales fell off, he was instructed to do something. The Bible said, what you need to do, Saul, now is go and get baptized. Go and understand that when you have received the scales falling off your eyes, be baptized and receive the Holy Ghost. Now I know we don't like to talk about the Holy Ghost, but I want you to know he's all right with me. I need you to understand when I get up in the morning and I feel my power through the Holy Ghost. I know it's the Lord making a way out of no way. When you have had an eye adjustment, when you have had a vision adjustment, you can look beyond the difficulties that you are experiencing in your life and acknowledge God is still working on me. We used to say it this way, please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. I wish there was somebody here that understands you got to have an eye adjustment every now and then in your life so that you can bless God 
in spite of what's going on. Trouble in my way, you can still bless God. Heartache and pain, you can still bless God when you have had an eye adjustment. An adjustment that takes you to a different level. Ananias said, Lord, I done heard about this fella. But the Lord said to Ananias, don't you worry. I got him. Don't you worry. Now, if you want to be honest with yourself, everybody up in here is a used to be. Everybody up in here had a Saul's life. That means you didn't do what you were supposed to do every day of your life. But look what the Lord has done for you. Didn't he save you? Didn't he wash you clean? Has not he imputed the Holy Spirit in your being? Somebody ought to bless the Lord. Somebody ought to shout thank you. Somebody ought to say, now I can see. I don't know. That's why the hymn writer said, I was blind. But now I see it is amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Yeah. Yeah. Adjusted. Saul was never blinded. He just had scales so that when the scales fell off after he received the teaching he had a different point of view what do you see in the Lord what do you see when you worship the Lord are you worried about Blender's new dress? Or can you see that the Lord woke you up this morning? Started you on your way. Gave you a reasonable portion of health and strength. Can you see it? Can you see the realities that he put food on your table? Shoes on your feet. Glasses on your eyes. Gave you an opportunity to know that God is still living. You see, there is no death in God. So my brothers and sisters, some of us have been scaled. Our eyes have been scaled. Don't you worry. Somebody will take you by the hand. His name is Jesus. He's a wonderful counselor. His name is Jesus. He is the beginning and the end. His name is Jesus. He's the Alpha and Omega. His name is Jesus. He's the first and the last. His name is Jesus. He's your doctor in a sick room. His name is Jesus. He's your lawyer in a courtroom. His name is Jesus. He's your food on your table. His name is Jesus. He's the blood running warm through your veins. His name is Jesus. He is everything you need. His name is Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. His name, His name, 
His name is Jesus. Adjusted eyesight. See it in a different way. See it the way God made it. It doesn't matter. Please don't have any jealousy for somebody else. Huh? Just because Seastrong got a whole lot of money, you ain't, you ain't got to worry about him. Worry about what you got. Huh? Huh? Just because Holloway drives a Rolls Royce, you ain't got to worry about him. Worry about your Kia. That was the message from God to Ananias. Don't worry about what they said about it. I got him. Adjusted eyesight. Now this man has gone now from Saul the destroyer to Paul the epistle writer because God saved him and adjusted his eyesight. Imagine what he will do for you. Imagine what he will do for me. Can you see it differently now? Can, 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 can you just see that God would have those of us who were downtrodden, messed up, against everything that everybody could present and fix us and change us by simply adjusting our eyesight. He didn't change the fact that Saul was headed to Damascus. That's the very place he wanted him. He didn't change the fact that you headed to New Philadelphia. It's the very place he wants you. It's only now will you see clearly. Will you see what the Lord has in store for you. Repent of your sin. Be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit as the scales fall off your eyes.